How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome back to uh, SEN's Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. And we're here for Kia, the EV6 GT World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre. They've been serving Western Australia for over 45 years. Well, I thought uh, we'd get somebody that certainly has been involved with significant major sporting events in this country over his time as a Channel 7 presenter and journalist, almost spanning 50 years. Of course, we're talking about Pat Welsh, who today or these days with Ian Healy bring you the uh, Pat and Heels breakfast program on SENQ out of Brisbane. And Pat Welsh joins us on the program. Pat, thanks for your time. Peter, pleasure. I thought I'd get you on on the back end of certainly your experience in, with major sporting events and the fact that the Matildas now, the curtain came down uh, across the weekend there in Brisbane when they lost their third-place playoff match against Sweden. But yesterday, all the fans got together. The uh, Matildas came out to say a big thank you to all the people that have supported them during uh, this amazing event over the last month. Uh, what about your thoughts on everything that's transpired? Has it caught you by surprise? Yep, uh, totally, to tell you the truth. I mean, I knew it would be big, uh, and we knew that they, the Matildas went in ranked number 10, so we you know, we had our fingers crossed that we were going to perform above that uh, because they were on home soil and playing in front of home crowds. But just... Well, for a start, if we work backwards, yesterday, for example, for the handing over of the keys to the city and the Premier was there with another couple of announcements of you know financial backing for women's sport, etc. There were kids lining up there at 6 o'clock yesterday morning with their parents. And that's the thing I've noticed as opposed to a lot of other big, say, football events in this town, in this state. And we're talking, you know, here, state of origin, uh, big Broncos games, big Lions games. Um, there was just so many more families involved in this. Um, it was just—it was really wonderful. It was—it was great to see the little kids staying up a little bit late, their faces painted, wearing their Matildas gear. So obviously, Pete, you know, the question is now how we leverage it. Uh, you know, the old cliche: what's the legacy? And this is where the administrators and the politicians have uh, have got to get it right because. They've been handed something on a on a gold platter here, and, they, and they've just got to get it right, really. It's interesting, and uh, what has been paraded out by your former employer, being the Seven Network, is the amazing amount of people that viewed this uh, spectacular performance by the Matildas. Like, for us here in Perth, it rated higher than the 2018 AFL Grand Final when our very own West Coast Eagles beat Collingwood in a classic at the MCG. Oh, really? It, it's outrated anything that's happened here in free-to-air television in Perth, Western Australia. And as we know now, it surpassed uh, Cathy Freeman's 400-metre gold medal at the Sydney Olympic in 2000. Now, that would have been unheard of. People would have been laughing at you if you ever suggested that would be the case. So Seven, on yeah. the other hand, must be just licking their lips now. Well, whoever paid the $4 million plus 
for the rights uh, would would I would imagine now be sitting with a drink with a lot of fruit and pines coming out of it uh, <laughs> under a tree in the Caribbean somewhere because they would have got an instant promotion. You're right. Their figures... Look, it's a little bit hard to compare the ratings by the same token. I mean, we're talking 2000, so uh, it's a completely different rating system now. We get streaming thrown in as well, Pete. So, um, you know, I know that the, the magic number that they talk about with Cathy and the 400 and that, that night of just wonderful track and field... Uh, is eight million. Uh, I'm not sure what our what our population was 23 years ago, um, but yeah, look, the, the numbers that were tossed up by this Matildas team every time they took the field, particularly in the latter stages of the tournament, were just mind blowing. And in, and you, you know, you and I are in the media. If you get those sort of ratings, you can retire on them almost. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's uh, it, they're, they're sort of unheard of. So. Yeah, look, it was wonderful. They finished fourth, came in rated 10th. Um, there's been so much hype around them. But as I said now, and I know the federal government have thrown in a, a couple of hundred million, uh, certainly here in Queensland, the state government has jumped on the bandwagon, so we're going to improve facilities for a lot of our women's sports sports uh, stars because you know some of them have to still get dressed in male dressing rooms and things like that, Peter. So... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things and a lot of advancements to be made, and hopefully they can use the Matildas as one of the biggest and most solid bases they'll ever, ever receive. Is it a wake-up call for the football codes, the one that's dominant there in Queensland being the NRL and naturally the AFL? Uh, they probably wouldn't have expected any opposition like this inside their regular season. No, well, in fact, they threw the, uh, the AFL had a Lions game up against one of the Matildas games in Brisbane. So, uh, you know, just if you're not aware of the geography in, in Brisbane, uh, Suncorp Stadium or Brisbane Stadium, as it was called for the uh, the FIFA event, and the Gabba are uh, oh, probably as the crow flies about four or five k's apart, and just one on either side of the river. Um, and yeah, they were both sold out that night. So, look, the AFL will, will point to the fact that the Lions produced a sellout that night, but. I, I think it sort of pointed to the fact that they probably weren't expecting uh, the AFL and the NRL expecting quite this hype and this, well, it was just craziness that went on around the Matildas as they just kept winning games and kept advancing in the tournament. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a wake-up call. Um, you know, parents now are, are telling me that, hey, you know, the kids are out there kicking soccer balls and things like that. I, look, I, I have a rough idea of what it's like in, in Perth and and Obviously, the AFL is just a religion over there. But, look, soccer should be trying to build on what they've, what they've seen and achieved in the last month and a half. Mm, certainly, uh, it's been significant. So, saying that, uh, James Johnson, the CEO of Football Australia, came out today and he says, we're now making a serious bid for the 2034 Men's World Cup. Yeah. Now, Pat, if that eventuates... God help us. It could be something just out of this world. Oh, yeah, it'll be bigger than anything we've ever seen. Um, I, you know, I, I still think the biggest thing that I've seen is obviously Kathy that night. I was lucky enough to be the first to interview her. I was 15 metres from the finish line when she crossed. And you've got to remember, in, in the setup the stadium was, then it held uh, just over 112,000 people. So, uh, you know, the noise that night... And I've done 112,000, probably 108 were barracking for Cathy. <laughs> the noise that night was certainly the biggest I've ever heard in a stadium and probably, you know, I'll never hear anything like it, I don't think. Um, yeah, look, 
what they do, I, I, I don't know. If we can get the men's here, uh, I think that might be a, a tougher ask. But obviously, Infantino just loved what happened out here. FIFA have made more money than they were expecting, apparently. So, yeah, why, why couldn't we dream big, you know, when we've got an Olympic Games coming here in 2032? I need to ask you this question without notice, so apologies, mm. Pat. But today, of course, Damien Hardwick has announced as coach of the Gold Coast Suns yeah. on a six-year deal, the worst-kept secret in the AFL. <laughs> and then Laurie Daly came out the other day, the former State of Origin coach for New South Wales, saying that AFL is bigger than the NRL. So I tell you what, there's a real war between the footy codes as well. Yeah, and well, look, with the Lions going the way they're going, they've obviously got to beat St Kilda this weekend. They finished second. Um, there's a great chance that we, you know, if, if they keep playing well, there's a great chance that we have, won't have to go to Melbourne until grand final day if they keep going and then, you know, test their mettle at the MCG. The Brisbane Broncos have had a miserable couple of seasons, but this year... Uh, running second on the ladder as well. So there's a lot of hype around the footy here. I think Laurie may be overstating the effect of the AFL in, in the two rugby in the two key rugby league states, to tell you the truth. Uh, if, if your papers and your, your social media are an indication, league is still number one over here. But in saying that, both the Suns and the Lions are boasting record membership bases and they're having pretty much no trouble... Well, the Lions sell out the Gabba virtually every time they trot around now. And the Suns, uh, because they've been a little more competitive this year, uh, are starting to you know pull bigger crowds as well. And now with Hardwick, who's, as you well know, is a hard-nosed coach, which is possibly what they need down there. They've got a, a stack of talent. I think anyone in the AFL will agree with that. Um, someone like Hardwick could be just the guy to take them through. They've given him the job for six years. I said, you know, there's some raw metals to work with, sort of moulded into some ingots of gold. Finally, speaking about Gold Coast, the Gold Coast Titans, so they've been there and there about, but they haven't really set yeah. the world on light there on the on the Paradise Strip of being the Gold Coast. And they've had Meninga as a coach. They've had Walters as a coach. I think Hasler's been there as well. And they haven't been able well, to necessarily work the charm. Is there something yeah, about that- a national team out of the Gold Coast? Look, well, there's the, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Hasler's about to come to the Titans. So, again, they've gone from, you know, the Stuart Jew, they had Justin Holbrook, both really nice guys, both well-respected by the playing group, etc. So I don't think there was any player revolt with either of the coaches departing with their respective clubs. But the two Gold Coast, you know, major national franchises have now seen fit to get and can I can I say it hard ass coaches mm. I, you know so you know that's what Hasler is they call him the mad scientist in in league and I, I think I don't think there's any doubt that, that that's what Hardwick is in AFL I mean I, I, I bow to your superior knowledge on that but that maybe maybe that's what they needed it's always been seen as well it's you know the tourist mecca of Australia and there are a lot of distractions but I know the two clubs have gone to extraordinary lengths to try and keep their players away from the surface paradise, nightlife, et cetera, and get them to live as normal lives, albeit they're living, you know, in a, in a tourist capital, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's, it's been hard for the national franchises on the Gold Coast for a long time. The next couple of years with Hardwick and Hasler in charge of the two of the respective codes is going to be very interesting indeed. Good on you, Pat Welsh. Thanks for joining us. How's the Brecky Show going with heels? Uh, here it's going swimmingly beautifully.
Yeah, well, he's only just back from a, an African safari. So we, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I think the rest of the week, Pete, is going to be like going over to someone's place for a slideshow. <laughs> he's, he's promised to produce a safari tale every day this week, which, I mean, I'm happy to send you copies of if you're that riveted by it, mate. <laughs> oh, gee, takes us back about the slideshow. That's very funny indeed. <laughs> Pat Welsh, thanks for your time. Much appreciated. Yeah, you're right, Pete. No problem. Pat Welsh, uh, good man, and as I said, he's been involved in the Queensland media for 50 years. He knows what's going around, and I thought he'd be the perfect man to talk about uh, the Matildas, because that's where their campaign finished, in Brisbane, uh, in Queensland. Just before I go, for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, just recapping the major news stories for today. In the AFL's latest uh, worst-kept secret, Damien Harwick was confirmed today as the new coach of the Gold Coast Suns, starting from the 2024 season. He's got a six-year deal that'll take him through until 2029. Now, shocking footage has emerged of Western Bulldogs players having vile abuse hurled at them after their, in some ways, embarrassing loss to the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, The Bulldogs became, as we know, just the third team to lower their colours to the struggling Eagles, who have broken all kinds of unwanted records, as we know, during their worst season in the club's history. Bulldogs supporters were understandably shattered at the loss and furious with the team, but a select few at Marvel Stadium, for more reports, just took it a little bit too far. And as I mentioned in the chat with Pat Wells, the CEO of Football Australia says they are seriously considering a bid for the 2034 FIFA Men's World Cup following the wild success of the women's tournament over the past month. And that's James Johnson, who is the CEO of uh, Football Australia. That's for Polaris. Uh, their plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. Thanks for joining us on the program tonight. Thanks to Jimmy and thanks to Asha for assisting with the production of the program. I'll be back again tomorrow from 5 here on Sports Day WA. All thanks to Kia EV6 GT. World Performance Car of the Year and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. See you tomorrow.